Welcome to episode two of Emotional Energy with your host, Olivia Renee. We are officially at episode two, and I'm pretty excited. I think the first episode went really well. Again, was all over the place, but it was a good overview of what everything happened the last 18 months. And this episode two, I tried to record the other day, but I was having some issues with my mic, and I did get a mic arm set up tonight, so we're going to try recording it again. And it's almost fitting, like the universe wanted me to record it again today because of what this episode I wanted to title and what I'm in fact wearing today and what happened today. So today is my four-year anniversary since I officially became self-employed. I guess not officially, it's when I opened my business. Today, four years ago, was the first client I'd ever worked on. And I spent the morning at my daughter's field trip, did a little bit of shopping, went to work, and I have felt so fucking cute all day. And if you follow us on IG, uh, Emotional Energy Podcast, you'll see the outfit that I'm in fact talking about. And literally even the last week, I've worn cute fucking outfits. And so this title of this episode is Wear Whatever the Fuck You Want. I think that we're so conditioned from an early young age in regards to our self-expression. And you know, from the moment that we're born, the only way that we know how to communicate is by crying. And then we're toddler stage and we're jumping off the couches and we're scribbling on the walls and we're tearing shit up. Again, the only way we know to express. And our parents, again, are conditioned and it's just a part of our society anymore. Like what's on the market, right? Binkies, bottles, we tend to stop our infants from crying. And then when we reach toddler age, we again discipline them, stop jumping, behave, behave, right? So all forms of self-expression from an early age get shut down. And then we hit puberty and things just get fucking weird, man. Hormones come in, styles change, friend groups change, right? Everything changes. And whether you had a parent that dictated what you wore growing up, you know, like to snag in those comments of, I wouldn't wear that, or you're not skinny enough to wear that. Or you had a best friend growing up that always outshined you right? And you lost that form of self-expression. So my challenge is to you, no matter what age you are listening to this, is to wear what the fuck you want. Because at the end of the day, people are going to talk shit. And the only reason I feel comfortable in saying that is over the last decade, I've been 70 pounds lighter. I've been skinny. I've been musculature. I competed in strongman. I've had every hair color you can imagine, every haircut you can imagine. Shit, I've had the sides of my head shaved. I've had a faux hawk. I've been fat. I I mean, I've literally been judged or made fun of through every single stage of that. People are always going to say something. But the biggest part in remembering this one thing is people can only meet you as far as they've met themselves. And I will bring that up a hell of a lot throughout this podcast because Again, when people make a snide comment or people judge you or people say anything, it's a reflection of themselves. They can only say it as far as they've met themselves. And it's through a view lens of their own trauma, emotional stability, family brought up. I mean, there's so much stuff that pulls into how people perceive you. But again, that's on them. And I... You know, I've struggled with my weight since I hit puberty. 
and I didn't, wasn't aware of it. I slowly kind of started to add on weight. It wasn't anything crazy drastic. Like I didn't gain 50 pounds in three months or whatever, right? It was pretty slow, but it was definitely there. And I always carried weight in my belly. To this day, I still have a hormonal belly. And I wasn't diagnosed per Western medicine with PCOS until right before I had my daughter. And I knew something was wrong because my ex and I had been together over a year. We're not trying to prevent a baby, but again, it never happened. So my mom and I were Albertsons and I remember being like, mom, it's one of us. Like something's going to have to, we're going to have to be tested because like from a very young age, I always wanted to be a mother. And shortly after that, I was a manager at the Smith's gas station at the time. And I was outside at like 6 a.m. because I always worked the morning shift and I was cleaning the gas pumps and I had a cyst rupture. And if you've ever had that, it's fucking horrible. And I dropped to my knees, hysterically sobbing, crawled my ass back into the gas station. And the managers were make their morning rounds and like, come get the cash from the night before type of scenario. And they walked in and I was just like hysterical sobbing. Like, what the hell's going on? I was like, I don't know. I'm having uncontrollable pain. So we were able to get a hold of my mom, wake her up. She was able to come get me. She took me to quick care. And they basically was like, he was like, it's your period. And at that point, still, I knew my body enough that that was not my period. So I stayed home for a week on PTO, managed my symptoms, and I ended up seeing a specialist. And the moment I walked in, he was like, in the nicest way possible, he was a very blunt provider. You're fat. And he instantly diagnosed me with PCOS. Like he just knew off the way my body type was to my symptoms to et cetera, et cetera, what I was kind of complaining about. And my biggest thing to him was I want to be a mom. So what do I need to do to be a mom? My ex-husband at the time and I were going to get married. And so I knew we were engaged for over a year. So I knew that the moment we were married, I wanted to start treatment. And he basically responded was like, you need to lose weight. That will help your hormones. And then after your wedding, whatever we need to do, we can do. And so he put me on Fetamine, which was the first time I'd ever been on Fetamine. And I dropped 50 pounds in three months and got pregnant on my own. But I had to be on progesterone shots and suppositories morning and night so I wouldn't miscarry for the first close to five months. So I gained, the day I delivered, I was 70 pounds up. And then after the infidelity, everything happened. We went, got a divorce. I just wanted to be there for my daughter. So I started walking. I started working out. And again, that kind of started over the last decade of me losing weight up and down. I've been on Fetamine once or twice after that. I've lost it on my own. But it's really crazy now being the heaviest I am. I'm the most confident I've ever been. That it's such a mind fuck because we always think that these outside resources are going to fix us, right? Like if I just get this job and make this money, I'll be happy. If I just find the love of my life, I'll be happy. If I just lose that 10 pounds, I'll be happy. But nothing will fill the void within us but ourselves. And part of that is finding ourselves. And within that is self-expression. So if it's something that you've always struggled with, with self-love, I promise you can find it. It's fucking hard. It takes work. 
it takes constantly staying in the present moment. Because just like I said earlier in this podcast, your body doesn't know, which right, your body and mind are the same thing. Your body doesn't know the difference between a thought or if it's truly happening. So when we get stuck in a self-loop of talking shit about ourselves and our appearance, or our family member, member makes a comment, or God forbid, social media and all its toxicity, right? We revert back to those forms of inner child when those major things happen to us in life. And we get stuck in this loop. So it takes constantly being aware of yourself. And that's what we'll learn in this podcast is how to find who the fuck you are. So none of this outside bullshit can penetrate you. And I've been on this journey now a little over 18 months and it's hard. But I'm going to do it just alongside of you. I promise you that. And I'm going to go through all the ups and downs, the good and the bad, teach you everything I've learned, everything that I just know from my gift of intuition. And we're going to ride this journey together. So I challenge you to, over the next week, wear what the fuck you want. Whether that's some funky ass shit like I got going on right now, or maybe it's subtle. Maybe you always wear black and you just want to throw in some color. Or you don't have that option and you just want to wear a fun lipstick like I'm rocking purple right now. Or jewelry or a hairstyle. But I challenge you to go outside of what your normal conditionment is. Because all a part of growth and evolving is reestablishing those connections in your mind, body. And really building the person that you want to be. Because at the end of the day, we're in a fucking meat sack. Like, we're here to learn. And I'll say that over and over again. Like, we're on earth to learn. But we take shit so seriously. From the moment we're born, right? It's a conditionment. Like, oh my God, my daughter's not walking. Oh my gosh, this. Oh my gosh, that. That we lose sight of who the fuck we are from the beginning. That we have a soul mission while we're here. And some of us will never wake up. And some of us wake up when we're 10 months old. Some of us don't wake up until we're 31 like myself. And some of us don't ever wake up. But we all have that ability. And that ability starts with quieting the bullshit around us. Because it's all everywhere. We are so stuck in fight or flight and so overstimulated. So within this challenge, I want you to wear what the fuck you want. But do it as like a social experiment. And this sense of you're going to challenge the way you think. And you're going to remain in this present moment. So every time a self-doubt starts to wiggle its ass up, I want you to stop it and say a positive affirmation. And then every time you walk past your reflection or a mirror, I want you to stop. And tell you yourself something positive. And you'll see it. The more you awake and the more that you become aware, you'll notice the thought patterns that come. And I'll be the first to admit, I have my good days and my bad days. Oh shit, I have my bad weeks. But this week has been overall a very good week. I've worn some crazy outfits. I've enjoyed the hell out of it. But even say Mother's Day, 
we went to an event at the winery with my daughter, her best friend, one of her best friends, and their mom. And I wore linen, like, palm tree pants. And when I bought them, I knew that they were a little short. But I was like, nah, girl, like, just do it. You can do it. Again, not something I would typically wear. And we'll touch back on that in just a second. And I caught myself at the winery pulling in that habitual pattern. You're disgusting. You're gross. What the fuck are you wearing? You're just attracting eyes at you. You're a cow. And I had to actively stop and pull back and pull back and pull back and pull back. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you're not healing. That doesn't mean that you fucked up and you need to give up. It means you're aware. And sometimes we just have to take that moment to pull back and be like, no, bitch, we're going to come back to this present moment and give yourself a pep talk. Or take the photo. You know, that's been a really big thing for me. I used to hate my photo getting taken. Hated it. And then the more I started to work on myself over the last decade, I started to take more photos. And it was more how I kept track of my progress. I avoided the scale, but I took photos. And then after I lost my stepdad and my grandma, it really hit me that a photo is all you have left, at least in this time, right? Which is still kind of an old thought pattern. But I I take a lot of photos and I annoy some people with it, whatever the case may be. But it's been a really big growth for me to see my reflection. Like I used to hate fucking TikTok, hated it. And after back surgery, I was bored, bedridden, and I downloaded it. And it became a form of self-expression in a way of, you know, we all have an image of how we look in our head. Years of negative self-talk, years of judgment, whatever the fucking case is, right? We have this image of ourselves. But when you dance to a dumbass song and do a video, you see yourself move in a way you've never seen yourself move. You see smiles, you see facial expressions, you see sexy faces, you see the three double chins and the big belly, right? You'll see it all, but it gives you a different perspective compared to what how we normally view ourselves. And so a part of this challenge is I want you to make it a point to look in the mirror and look at your reflection. Because we're all fucking unique. And even as my job as a licensed massage therapist, like I rub bodies, right? In a sense. I mean, I'm very therapeutic. So I do more body work. I work the tissues, I guess you could say. But everybody, nobody's perfect. I don't care who walks through the door. We all have imperfections, but that's what makes us us. And I used to let that term bother me. I used to let judgment bother the fuck out of me. Until I realized and accepted, I'm just a different genre. Like walk into Barnes and Noble and look how many fucking genres there are. Ain't nobody talking shit about nonfiction or fantasy or spirituality or the coloring books or the educational books or the children's books. You just go in and get a fucking book. So why do we view ourselves any different? Baby, you're just a different genre. And the right person will pick up your book and love you for you. But it starts with loving you first. 
Hard concept, but it starts with us loving ourselves. Because again, nothing outside of us will ever fill the void that we're searching. And sometimes we don't understand what that void is, but that's what takes the work. Because we're all here to learn a specific lesson, and that's why we're here. So just embrace it. Love your imperfections. You know, society is hard nowadays because of all the filters and social media and eyelashes and microblading and Botox and hair extensions. And I think they are great for a lot of reasons, but I also think they're extremely toxic. Because for some, it does just make you feel good. And again, when you feel good, you vibrate on a different level. But a lot of us get it because we're trying to fill that void. We're trying to make ourselves look a certain way. We're trying to get people to acknowledge us and validate us a certain way. You know, like you get a haircut, you walk into work and nobody comments and you let it eat you alive. Like we've all been there. And yes, the validation is nice. Yes, the likes on social media are nice. And But at the end of the day, it doesn't add anything to us if we don't already believe it to begin with. Somebody walks in and says, damn, Olivia, you're fucking hot. (laughs) Historically speaking, I'd be like, nah, bitch, not me, right? It's really hard to accept those compliments when we don't already believe them. Or I'm awkward as fuck in person. Like, you gift me a gift and I don't know how to respond. Ask Zoe's stepmom on Mother's Day. Just awkward. But it's, again... We have to find the love within ourselves. And that breaks down to figuring out your self-expression. Like growing up, my mom did the best that she could, right? There wasn't a lot of options for plus size kids. I guess I was more like early teenager, teenage stuff. You know, I went through the skater phase. I went through the hella awkward phases. I had thick colored stripes throughout my hair. I've had all my tips or tips of my hair, all different colors. And Even I remember getting my lip pierced in high school and I was a part of student council and I got pulled into the the principal's office, basically saying that I couldn't represent in the vice president position because I had my lip pierced. I'm still the same person I was two days ago, dude. Like nothing's changed other than a form of self-expression. So again, we're just shunned from a really, really early age. And it's not anybody's fault, right? It's just how our society's built. And I think even watching my daughter now is 10. She's coming out of the kids' clothes and slowly kind of transitioning. And it freaks me the fuck out. It scares me. <laughs> not only because she's getting older, but just watching her start to find herself. And, you know, we've been growing alongside each other the last 18 months. And I've finally learned that I don't want to wait until she's in college to heal. So yeah, it might take me pulling back a little bit. It may take, you know, me putting myself in burlesque or going out on a girl's night, stuff that I used to never do. Like her entire life, I I never went out. I worked. Anytime she was at her dad's, I just worked harder. And so, but me finding me will only help her find her. And she'll learn the hard lessons now Versus when she's 30 or 60 or whatever age. And so it's kind of really that point of like pulling back and trying to rewire my own thought patterns and my traumas and my, you know, environment and let her shine in her current environment. And it's not easy as a parent. 
But it's also so cool to watch her start to develop that personality and that self-expression. Because it took me a really long time to find it. And I don't think I found it realistically up until burlesque. Like last summer, when I went to Denver to see Joe Dispenza, I wore crop tops last summer. And I wore mom jeans last summer. But this spring has been a whole new thing. Like I have found some skirts at Target that have completely pumped me for this summer. Because it's not something I've ever worn. Let alone felt sexy in or confident in. And so I challenge you again. There's so many options now for clothing. Whatever size you are, there's options. And it doesn't have to be skin. Like I feel more comfortable showing a little bit of skin versus covering it completely up with something baggy. And I'm the person that hated water my entire life growing up. If I did happen to be by water, I swam in a swimsuit because I was petrified and mortified of my body. But girl, I'm fat whether I cover it up or not. So if something makes me feel good, I'm going to wear it. I remember being in Boise. My daughter was like three or four and I bought my first two piece and we went to the hotel pool and swam. And it was such a powerful moment in that moment to go in the water and not have shit flood up around you. Like that's insane. Or, you know, to get out of the pool and not have it suction up cup to you and be like, oh God, they're going to see my rolls as you're trying to fucking unstring it from your body. And now I won't wear anything but a two-piece. So again, if people, you know, especially since even joining Burlesque, I'll have these like slightly snide comments of, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you have your confidence. I don't know if I was like that, I couldn't do that. Or I could never get up. Anyway, there's always going to be some form of comment. Do they mean bad? Probably not. Do I just take it bad because my own past trauma? Maybe. But it doesn't, again, matter what anybody else fucking thinks. Girl, if you feel, or boy, man, they, them, it, I don't, whatever your pronouns are, and I don't mean any disrespect, but whoever is listening to this podcast, because again, it doesn't show me the genders, just embrace who the fuck you are. If you want to go buzz cut your hair tomorrow, girl, go do it. Babe, go do it. Because the only way that you start to step into your power is to lay stick by stick by stick by stick by stick, build that Kindle, and let it slow burn. Because it's going to be a journey. And again, the more you dive into it, the more you become aware. And I thought I was healed, boom, in the first four months, right? And then I quickly realized it's a never-ending cycle because we're all going to, you know, no matter what, you are here to feel, so you're going to get triggers. But it's about pulling back and not allowing yourself to succumb to those thoughts or your environment or reverting back to the past or reverting back to the future. It's about remaining present in this moment. Because we have the power to bring anything towards us. But we block ourselves because we feel like we're not good enough. So the first thing that you can do is start with yourself. Fuck everybody else. Fuck anything else. And take care of you. So again, my challenge for you this week 
is to wear what the fuck you want. Do some form of self-expression with your attire, with your look, with your hair. But do it as a social experiment in the sense of, and not even as as social, maybe just a personal experience. And you're going to make it a point to every time again you see that reflection or you walk past the mirror, you're going to compliment yourself. And if those negative thought patterns come up again, nah, bitch, you're going to stop them. And you're going to refire those connections in your brain. And in your body, you're going to stand tall. Because at the end of the day, what's the worst going to happen? Somebody's going to talk shit. Let them talk shit. You don't owe anybody anything. So I mentioned in that first episode that the first Oracle deck I got and how I referenced it a lot throughout my journey. And so I decided I'd start pulling cards for a collective. So whoever's listening to this podcast, this is meant for you. So the card for tonight, this is the same card I pulled the other day, which again, I had issues with my mic, is Wolf Spirit. Turn knowledge into wisdom. This is an Oracle deck again. So I'm going to read you the Oracle message. Wolf Spirit leads you deep into the enchanted forest that holds the secrets to your life. Can you sense her beckoning you to follow? Asking you to take all that you have learned and the, all that you are learning and make it yours. Can you integrate it into your body, mind, and spirit? Whatever lessons you learned along the way, do not leave them unexamined. Be loyal to your dreams, to your soul, and to turning your knowledge into wisdom and experience into magic. You are the one you have been waiting for. Be still. And know that the sound of your heart beats in harmony with the whole world. The appearance of wolf spirit is an omen that says you are truly in alignment with your destiny. So to my little energy babies, that's what I'm going to start calling you. I want you this week to turn knowledge into wisdom. And we'll see you on the next episode.